Hey, bestie. Welcome to After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings. Today's episode is something that is near and dear to my heart. My husband, Tyler, is here because today we are sharing our journey with secondary infertility in between our second and our third kid and our IVF journey to then get our third kid. Uh, When we were diagnosed with secondary infertility, it was so isolating. It was really lonely. And honestly, I personally was just filled with a ton of shame. And as I read more stories, heard more stories, I was really uplifted and I felt a lot less shame and I felt less alone and I felt more hopeful too. So we hope that this episode really makes you feel seen or heard or helps in some small way if you've experienced infertility or you're experiencing infertility. Let's do this. Okay, so I feel like I'm literally the last person on earth to try skims. And I was just so resistant because I have a different body. Like I have a real mom body. I got a bigger body. I'm a bigger girl. And I have to say, I wish I would not have waited this long. There's a reason why you see skims everywhere. And that's because it is a game changer. I finally tried it and I'm never going back. Listen, I'm kind of into the mom underwear these days, okay? So I have to say in this stage of my life, I am a full brief kind of girl, okay? (laughs) We're talking a little bit of belly support too. And I have to tell you, it is like butter. It is not super structured or rigid. It is so soft. It's so comfortable. It just makes me feel like there's nothing there all day. And it's awesome. The Fits Everybody collection is available in sizes extra, extra small to four X, which I love. You can shop now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know we sent you. Select podcast in the survey and be sure to select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Finally, here we are. It's after bedtime, the kids are asleep, and it is time to get down. I'm Kristen. And I'm Dina. We're the duo behind the ever-popular Instagram account, Big Little Feelings, which helps you navigate all things parenthood. But this is not a boring parenting podcast. There will be inappropriate jokes. We will be getting down and dirty. So put those babies to bed and let's have fun. Besties! You're talking to the besties. Yeah, I love I'm talking that. to my other besties. What about the dads? What about the two dads that are listening? They are besties too. Okay. Hi, Steve. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> one being my husband. Yeah. One is one is your husband. And then Steve somewhere. Steve. Oh my god. It's probably God. Steve. Hi, Steve. Uh, Steve. Welcome to After Bedtime, Steve. Besties, all of you. Thank you. Everybody listening. out there. We have a special a special guest. I mean, you just heard him. I don't need to intro him. Are you even I mean, just... I guess if you don't know me. Hi, I'm Tyler. I'm Kristen's husband. VG Hype Squad. <laughs> Tyler, Zaddy, Daddy. <laughs> Hype Squad is Hype squad. here. All the buzzwords. Are you even like a special guest or what are you called now? What like yeah. a, You know in the Housewives, you're like a friend. I think it's Jackie like... got demoted to friend. Vicky got demoted to friend. That's not you having a demotion, but no. you know what I mean? Like there's it's housewives like, um, and there's friend. You're think, like the pool boy. Oh. You remember when Lisa <laughs> had the pool boy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And she, he, she like bought him a car. Yeah. I would, be, I would love to be a pool boy for the I record. would think like if it was a movie, it would be like featuring Tyler. Oh, you know, like I love that. Kristen, Dina, oh, featuring Tyler. Like featuring Snoop Dogg. 
on the track, you know, like you're a big deal. He'll be next. Okay. Snoop is here next week. That's awesome. Um, (laughs) Speaking of who literally fucking is here next week. No, um, you can't. What? You can't. I can't what? Can you Are you allowed to? Yeah, because we have to garner questions from our besties. (laughs) So literally, you're like, you can't. This is contractually offered. You can't do it. There's not a contract. There's not a contract. By the way, the only thing that would happen is it would be embarrassing if this guest, this is what we're leading to, by the way, bestie, sorry. Uh, We have an An actual guest. guest The best guest next. It's all down. By the way, the only thing that would be happening would be be embarrassing if like he didn't show up. You know what I mean? For sure. That's the only reason I would not share this. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm, I just won't be welcome back after this guest. Cause it'll just be much. like, it'll We're just gonna like peak. can't live up. Yeah. It's peak. Okay. Can we, can we share? Who wants to share? Dina, do you want to share? Oh God, I can't do we it. We have a real guest. No, you say it. We have our very it? first it. real it's guest. Andy, it's, it's Andy Cohen. Oh it's Andy Cohen, you guys. It's Andy Cohen. <laughs> it's Bravo's Andy Cohen is going to be on the podcast next week. And I think arguably I'm the most excited about this more than both of you <laughs> combined. I don't know. I mean, you are, you are a Bravo Stan. You really mm, are. Time. You really are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm equally, I'm, I'm up there, but I'm I do think that you're in there. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> but I just love how yeah. Andy makes me feel when I'm around him. I feel mm. so calm so loved. That I think the I word Kristen that. uses the most with Andy okay. is cashmere, and I, he feels like cashmere. <laughs> That's valid. Yeah. That's valid. He's, He's emotional really... cashmere. Mm, yes. Um, right? Yeah. yeah. Also, Dina, I just feel like you just respect him. You know, even if you don't yeah. watch every mm. single housewife, you're just like, damn, you have two very young kids. You yeah. are running an empire. A hundred percent. Here for Andy Cohen. Yeah. Respect. Me and Tyler, it's more like borderline, like not. It's fandom. It's, okay. It's proper fandom. <laughs> yeah. Like we're not, I mean, I'm not stalking. I don't know anything yeah. about his no, personal no, no, life no. at all. I just like am obsessed with the housewives. I'm I am mostly you. just very proud of him. Okay. <laughs> I feel so proud that. of him. I proud feel of him. that a lot. Right? Big dad. Yeah. He's just out here doing his thing. Mm. Just so successful. What did they call him? King King of Bravo is what I saw in oh. one of the trailers. I love that. I mean, truly right. a genius. Like, think I, of all the beyond, things. I would say beyond King of Bravo. Yeah. Don't they call him Daddy? I love that. Daddy Andy? Yeah. I call him Bravo's Andy Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I love that. I love that. The branding worked. I just don't know. Like, I think my first question for him is going to be like, who tricked you that was literally gonna be my (laughs) question number one sorry why are you here here? (laughs) on your team allow this to happen you Um, might want to reconsider them on your team like after you're already here you know like you're here you're still here do this and um, then have that meeting what you're definitely (laughs) gonna have a good time can i meet anderson cooper okay go on (laughs) that's question two number one why are you here number two can i meet anderson hi so uh when are you next hanging out with Anderson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know how to interview um, nope. a celebrity or person, but I feel like the only thing we have going for us, and I say that as a collective, yeah. is that we really actually, you too, Tyler, have an extensive knowledge. Like, you know, step one, yeah. I think, of interviewing people. <laughs> Well, I'm so screwed. bad that we Go have on. no idea how to do this. 
I'm, I'm concerned. Step <laughs> concerned. one is that you are supposed to like do the research, find every, you know, Questions. learn everything. Just yeah, like we've got that. We've a got question. that. We know we know everything about every housewife that has ever existed. Bravo, the stuff behind it. Yeah, we know. Dina, you love John Mayer, who's best friend. It's true. Great. It's you true. love Anderson it's Cooper. True. I feel like uh, we're set. I'm reading Andy's book. Okay. Well, and it's great. Me too. Tyler was listening to it last night. I'm listening See? to it on audio. Yeah. I think we can do this. We can okay. We can pull something we got it. together. We got it. Yeah. You know what? We got it. You know we're what? just going to be here to have a good time. We'll just riff. I honest to God, though, always want to ask him questions. And I'm like, well, I, I can't, right? We're at bra- like, we're on Watch What Happens. Right. Yeah. I can't like do it. But I always want to spit You're out. You're on be his like, show. How do you juggle it all? What are you doing? You're this such a You're such a good chance. dad. Like, yeah. how are you a good dad? But chance. you're juggling a lot. So I feel like it's just going to be an organic, like what I, I actually yeah. want to know from. This is your so chance, man. Do you. Don't blow it. Don't have don't Dorinda this cashmere covered like furniture at your beach house. <laughs> Probably. Yes. No, probably. Okay. Yeah. Just only cashmere related this? questions. Oh God. Yeah, don't I Dorinda totally this. Totally. Don't do it. I totally am listener. If you missed it when we were, <laughs> when we were bartenders on watch what happens live, Dina and I, Dorinda was there oh, and like literally three weeks before, by the way, we were sitting with Paris Hilton somewhere, you know, like we've been, you know, we've met some, it's been some people in this journey. It's been crazy. And I've been completely fine. Not starstruck. Not, a, not a crazy Dorinda just did it for me. That was it. And I, I just, I screamed it. at her at you least did. a few times. Just yeah. like, ah! Yeah, you, you like know? shouted in her face. Yeah. I just eyeballs. It was so weird. Start crying. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. No, you're welcome. I just need you, I need it to be front and center. Yeah. While you prepare yeah. for this. I think I'm fine with Andy. I feel, I feel comfortable I think with good. Andy. Because okay. Andy's your best friend that he doesn't know he has. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he'll that's find accurate. Out. That's accurate. He's yeah. going to learn. Yeah. So creepy. I feel like we can hang out in New York like with our toddlers. That is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's that's, real, that's real creepy. creepy. We're nerdy. We're creepy. Like, like it's fine. Sort of, you guys, I don't know anything about his personal life aside from it's like really what he true. Shared. Only not, what like, he's shared. We're, we're not really crazy. I just really love to no. watch Housewives. It's that's healthy. All. I'm going to. Okay. I'm a therapist. Go ahead. You're a therapist. It's healthy. I, I assessed. Okay. It's, a, it's healthy. It's yeah. Healthy, it's fine. It's a healthy I don't care parasocial. I think it's past parasocial too, which is nice. Uh, what? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> what words are you don't saying? Worry with your don't worry about it. Sorry. Okay. Am I, am Parasocial. I... Yes. Uh-huh. That's when you think you have a relationship with somebody, oh. but they don't even know. No, it's not no. like that at That's all. That's what I'm saying, because he zone. knows you. You know, I'm too tired, to be honest. Like, even if I were to be able to get to that level, I don't think I... I don't think I, I have the energy to care that much about anything. Even yeah. like, no offense, my real relationships, you know, it's hard. It's so hard. It's hard to like, you have to text people. I had to apologize to someone. Oh. I was like, I'm sorry. It took me three weeks to text you back that, right now. That, you know, we you can know? barely even <laughs> maintain our own friendships yeah. and relationships in this early parenthood stage. Like I, I can't, I can't do the parasocial thing. No. Okay. But okay. something you did do. Yes. That we're going to talk about today. Oh, that's the segue. Yeah. That, that, that one was, that not- was mediocre, but I, okay. Okay. It's okay. But we're going to go with it. Like you do it better than anyone most yeah, of the time. You're the okay. top. I like it. Speaking of something person. you've done. Oh, Speaking boy. of something you've done in life. <laughs> I thought it's IVF. great. It's great. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, so we're keeping today, it. We're keeping yeah. it. We're keeping it. We're going to roll with it. Today, we're talking about the IVF and infertility journey that you both mm-hmm. went through together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do it. Let's right about it. it. 
Did you know that it's important to take a prenatal multi before you're pregnant? The first 28 days of pregnancy are important in a baby's neural development, and there's really no such thing as too soon to start. And with supplements, less can be more. Many vitamin brands contain excess nutrients that our body doesn't even need. Rituals Essential for Women is research-stacked and science-backed. With each of my pregnancies, and even before when I was trying to conceive, I swore by Rituals Essential for Women Prenatal. This was truly the only vitamin I could ever keep down with morning sickness in the first trimester and even throughout my whole pregnancy. The Ritual capsules featured a delayed release designed to help make it gentle on an empty stomach and a citrus essence to make taking your multis actually enjoyable. This is a prenatal multivitamin made traceable with vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy. It has omega-3 DHA to support baby's brain development and choline and methylated folate to support baby's neural tube development. I love that they have industry-leading sustainability standards. Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritize sustainably sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. Ritual is a female-founded B Corp, meaning they are holding themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of the people and our planet. Why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash feelings. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash feelings for 25% off. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you're among them, know that you're not alone. Thinning is normal, but it's not openly talked about and going through it can feel lonely and frustrating. Join the over 1 million people that are doing something about it with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Physician formulated with drug-free ingredients, Nutrafol supplements support healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve throughout a woman's life. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code FEELINGS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code FEELINGS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code FEELINGS. Okay, I am so glad we are doing this because I feel like when I think about all the people I watch, I follow, I know in real life even, like yeah. no one is really talking about this. Yeah. So thank you for being here. Yeah, of course. Work. I think more people are now, by the way, which makes me feel really Yeah, I do good. see a lot of like yeah. reveals about that, which is nice. It's yeah. nice to hear about it. Whitney Port, I did mm-hmm. the whole podcast with the same fertility center that we used, CCRM. Did you know that? No, I think you told me that. Brian Kelly, the points guy. Oh, yeah. He did with surrog- yeah. With so, a surrogate. Yeah. I just think it's nice. Like anything else, That's I think that's why we, we share, even though like being on social media makes me not want to share anything ever again, that. let alone something vulnerable. Yeah. But anytime that I would see someone sharing about infertility or miscarriage or anything like that, 
right away, instantly. You're just like, oh, wow, yeah. okay, like Whitney Port seems perfect. Like I want yeah. her life and she also struggles. It's one of those things where like you feel like you're alone even though you're not alone in it. Yeah. But then as soon as someone shares about it, you're like, oof, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. So let's... I guess let's unpack it together. Like, let's just go from the start, you know, like I know both of you, I'll set it up for us. You already had two kids. Yeah. So technically what you were going through is called secondary infertility Mm -hmm. where you already have one child, but now after a while you're trying to conceive, it's not happening. You're diagnosed with secondary infertility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So talk to me about that chapter of life. Yeah. Do you want to leave that off? Sure. I mean, I think it was, we had been trying for a a while and we went to be checked out just to make sure. And so, yeah, we were like right off the bat, I was diagnosed with diminished ovarian reserve, which is where you have fewer eggs than most people, which makes sense. And then also the quality of eggs was not good, which by the way, when you, when you like get that it's just like the wording within yeah. infertility is so fucked up, <laughs> you know, like, oh, your quality is bad. Instantly, you're just like drowning in shame when you hear a that. A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Like, why do we call it that? Why do we, why don't <laughs> we, we call it something better? better? You know, yeah. like I could still have it and feel the shame. <laughs> like diminished is pretty hard. Diminished. <laughs> quality. Low quality. <laughs> you're like, thank you. That's how I feel all the time. Thank you. Mom, is that you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you still, it feels like a warm hug um so we (laughs) so we are given options we could do IUI she told us and I don't know if this is you know the truth or not just what our doctor told us is it would maybe be like a 10 ish percent chance because you're not really I don't know I don't have the answers but it's not really solving the problem that we had so she wasn't really recommending that we we could try it sure but like you're not really getting to the problem mm-hmm. one thing that they have to do before starting IVF is called an HSG procedure which is torture by the way <laughs> which is where they like flush out your uterus and they make sure that everything looks good and she told us like you have an increased chance of getting pregnant. Like if you, when you do this, we're like, okay, win, win. Awesome. We do the HSG and this is our final month then to keep trying before we were going to do IVF. And yeah, we, it was right after that HSG. HSG? We got pregnant. Yeah. It was right after that flush. We got mm-hmm. pregnant. Yeah. Am I allowed to say the fun fact? Yeah. That, that yeah. I, we were all on vacation together. Yeah. And I watched your children. You sure, you did. sure did. We had a timeline. Sure we had a timeline. It was so can embarrassing. You take my children. Yeah. Today's the day. This wasn't like, oh, let's go have fun. Like, we need to have fun. Watch no. my children. This was like, we have a schedule. Like, if you've been trying and trying and trying you know and trying schedule. and you know trying, you're devastated to miss yeah. a month. Like, this is our shot. This is my window. So Dina, I love you. And you were like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you bring them over. She was part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> so we got pregnant yeah. and so we found out we were pregnant, which was awesome. You know, obviously we've been trying so long and like, um, so we're like, Oh, is this it? Like, did we not need IVF this whole time? Are we going to like save all of this energy? Like, and she was like, it's 50, 50, you know, I didn't terribly get my hopes up because I was just worried. Like yeah. after starting this process and like hearing more statistics about things, like the more I hear statistics, the more real and logical things become. So I wasn't like super hopeful. I was happy, but I wasn't like, this is it. We 
can cancel IVF. We're good now. So I was like, not skeptical, but cautiously optimistic as we were going into it. And then we proceeded through it. I think Kristen shared about her process with the miscarriage and like the steps for that. So I don't think we'll really go into we that. We lost the baby. We lost the baby. With that pregnancy, yeah, we, we lost, lost the baby. baby. Um, and then we were like, okay, like I, we're doing IVF now. I mean, it took a little while to get there. I mean, for it those did. of you listening who've like been through loss and then you have to think about yeah. having another baby in general, yeah. I let remember alone going doing IVF. to dinner with you one yeah. time and, you know, obviously like crying the whole time, yeah. time and being like so many people are telling me different things yeah. they're yeah. all saying after you have a miscarriage like you're more fertile more so fertile. you should go for it yeah. and you're like i'm still grieving yeah. and it was yeah. just this really messy gray area i think yeah. personally since we had, had had been hearing so many statistics and then we had the miscarriage i was incredibly apprehensive about even doing the ivf process mm-hmm. i was like this miscarriage was so devastating and like I certain I don't think anybody's really prepared for it. Like I was devastated. I know you were devastated. Yeah. And like after that happened, especially so soon after that happened, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know if I want to do IVF because if this doesn't work again, I don't want to feel this again. Yeah. I, was I didn't want to feel the pain of I remember Dina again. asking actually. I remember her specifically asking, like, well, because we were trying to weigh out like should we try again naturally should we do IVF and she's like well would you like what if you have another loss and we were both just like maybe we just shouldn't try it all because if we have another loss I can't handle it like it was just so much and also at the same time I remember very distinctly and this is this was just part of the grieving process I was like I want to cry I was like I don't want another baby like yeah, I, don't I don't want, want a different, different baby. baby i want that baby yeah. that was really hard that was probably the hardest part to get over was like uh even if this works out and we don't know that it's going to work out because the odds are against you anytime you're doing infertility treatments yeah. and spoiler alert it worked out but at the time you have no idea if this yeah. thing is going to work and you know how much work yeah. and money and energy is going to go into it but the biggest part for me was I, even if it worked i don't want a different baby i want this baby. yeah and i know what's the statistic one third of you people out there listening have had a miscarriage like you know yeah. exactly what we're talking about Ugh. and i'm sure the majority of you guys felt a connection regardless of yeah. what point in the pregnancy you were at and then had a miscarriage it could be with you know it could be any time during the pregnancy because depending on what your relationship is with, with wanting a pregnancy, you could feel connected the moment that you find out that you're pregnant. Yeah. You know, we were seven, eight weeks along and I was, I personally was connected to that baby. Totally. I know you were too, even though we didn't know anything about it yeah. and it was, it was really hard. So like really hard. trying to decide if we wanted to go through with IVF, Kristen shared before that she had always felt like, Three was the number she wanted. Like when she looked at the dining room table when we were having dinner, she felt like there was an empty spot. To be perfectly honest, I didn't have that. I didn't feel that. Yeah. You know, I did want a third kid, like as we discussed it more and like kind of how we were feeling. But up until that point, I had never felt like empty spot at the table. You and did after we had the loss though, right? Yeah. After yeah. the miscarriage, I definitely was like, shit, we really are missing somebody at the table. And like mm-hmm. now I do feel that way stronger. So... I was still apprehensive. I was unsure if I wanted a third because I couldn't, I don't think I could deal with having that loss again. But I was also like, well, I really want that third kid now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's important to note too that 
I think secondary infertility doesn't get proper airtime, if you will. For sure. It's actually very, very common. Yeah. Secondary infertility is as common as primary infertility, and infertility affects one in five people trying to conceive. And out of all those infertility cases, secondary infertility makes up about 50% of all those cases. So this is, you know, people should be talking about it more. Yeah, 100%. I think that was the, the biggest thing everyone kept yeah. saying to us was that was like, wow, wait, what? Like you already, you already have two kids. What yeah, are you talking about? And it was with like the things that were like so oh, not helpful well. to hear. That was, I, I think, mean, I mean, I can't speak for people that have primary infertility, but yeah. with secondary infertility, there seems to be like a lot of uh, unintended shaming from the people that you know, because it's like, well, you've had kids before. What's different now? Mm-hmm. What happened? What, what's different now that yeah. you can't have a kid yeah. because you've done it twice. So I, why can't you do it now? And I don't know this because again, we didn't have a primary infertility devastating. We know so many of our friends that have primary yeah. infertility. And by the way, like what a connection I don't, you, I guess don't have, but I have so many close friends who were battling primary infertility at the same time that I was doing secondary infertility and just having that connection and those connections for me, I, it's I'm gonna cry again. Oh, ah, like having other women surrounding you going through the same thing. And you only get that by sharing, by the way, uh, yeah. that, that helped me so much, but I think it's, I, and I don't know this for sure. I imagine people are a little more respectful when they talk to someone with primary infertility and that might not be true. Please let us know if this is not the truth. I'm probably just making this up as somebody who has secondary infertility where people are like, Oh, okay. You know, you say like, Oh, I'm doing IVF. And they're like, okay. And if you say, Oh, I'm doing IVF. And they're like, wait, you have two kids, right? It's like always like, well, why, what do you do? What do you mean? And what happened? And do you really need that? And you know, it's like, it's this constant, it's like, wait, what? And, and usually I do also think you haven't really heard of anyone. They're like, Oh, well, did you do IVF the first time? It's like, it's only known or somewhat acceptable or not this like, wait, what? People have not heard They've the They've never heard of enough. it. They're yeah. just yeah. shocked. Whereas yeah. when you've done it from the first one, they probably say insensitive yeah. things, but it's not as shocking to them. It's just like, okay, I've heard of that. Yeah, that makes compute, sense. Like, yeah. cannot make sense. I think, make sense it's, I think it's confusing for a lot of people for primary because you're just like, well, clearly you're not trying hard oh, enough God. or like, yeah, you know, one, you're yeah, not, sure. you're not eating the right diet or you're not doing. Just relax. Right just have more sex. The, be moon, like, the moon is the like in the wrong the, phase. The, 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 exactly. Technically yeah. for us, but it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with that's like, it makes a little bit more sense with primary, but like what you're saying with secondary is like, that really doesn't compute for a lot of people if they're unaware of how common infertility is well and the 50 percent statistic like i remember when i heard that statistic i was blown away because while i had heard of a lot of infertility stories out there tons you know whether it's celebrities or friends or whatever it may be i literally had never to that point ever heard or met somebody diagnosed with secondary infertility not one and what's so interesting is once i did share it on instagram of course and we have 3.2 million followers not only people of course who who follow us but there were so many people that i knew personally personally and who were just like other you know influencers it was a flood of people who were at that time also doing IVF for their second or their third kids and were not saying a word, or never told their already. mother, yeah. never told their best friend. And I don't blame them because it's such a, a 
a little bit of a shaming experience when you've never heard anyone talk about it before. B, it is hard to get that feedback. Like, I'm so glad I shared because then I was able to have the community that I had so I wouldn't take it back for anything. But the shit that I heard in response to sharing about infertility, I understand why why no one shares. I'm so glad you shared because, listen, like, I'm a therapist. I work with families. I knew they went through IVF. Yeah. You both were the first real experience where I saw you go through yeah. the process, and it's a really grueling process. Yeah, yeah which wow. I know I, we didn't really know either. I mean, I kind of did because we had friends who had done it, but I think a lot of times people think, and even some of the commentary was like, "Oh, she's doing this for the boy. Like you're gonna you're gonna do this for the boy, and you walk in and you pay a lot of money, and it's just like you get a designer baby, no problem at all." And I was shocked when we were like, "Okay, let's do." IVF we were weighing out like gosh this is going to cost a fortune this is going to be a lot of energy but at no point did I I didn't even know like hey this might not work out like yeah. I thought you just walk oh, yeah. into the IVF clinic and you just get a baby They're just like here you go no they just idea. help it along yeah no that was idea. definitely one of those things where we didn't know until no. we were experiencing it which I feel like there's a lot of in parenthood that you're just like Oh, that just happens. Oh, That's just, true. That's valid. You just do this. Oh, you just feed your kids every night. We we're talking yeah. to another mom at pickup. She was like, yeah, I got to make. You to a mom at pickup? Of course I was. God. Um, I just stand there. And you said she, that in a healthy way. I'm proud of you. There. Like, I would be like, sorry. <laughs> oh, what mom because was he's that like, Mike? no, that's not. This is more like, wow, how healthy. No, I know. Makes yeah. friends. <laughs> I love that for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we were talking and she was I'm, like. I'm mostly kidding. I love that. Mostly. Gemini okay. jokes. A little bit. A little. Nope. Nope. Can we pause and say what a Gemini joke is real quick though? Yeah, Dina what's a Gemini I, uh, joke? So Dina does this thing where she will she will say something and it's like that, right? Where it's like literally 90% rooted in truth and then 10% but she's laughing while she's no. saying it and then she goes like, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. And just everyone is like, joke. That's, but you're not, you're not, you're not it doesn't joking. It's like not a joke. joke. You mean if it's it, true you, to you. you. Mean it. Yeah, and that's what we call now a Gemini joke. Truly yeah, the Gemini funny because it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You were talking Anyways. to someone Carry on. Pickup. I'm proud of I you. I was talking to a mom at pickup Great. and she was like, Ugh, I have to make dinner again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no every one day. I was like, oh man, I get that. food up. do yeah. I have to figure out every That's day? That's one thing you don't like. <laughs> you don't know how often you have a girl dinner without kids yeah. because when you have kids, you have to make a proper meal. Yeah, every single day. Forever. So like that, but IVF, where you just had no idea. Yeah, you just have no it. clue what you're exactly. walking into no. until you're experiencing it, and then yeah, again, you think when you're walking into it, you're like, boom, we got this. It's going to cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like we are so fortunate that we were able to afford this process. So privileged, yeah. And but you go in and you're like, cool, let's do this. It's going to be hard. It's going to cost a lot of money, yeah. but we'll get a baby out of it. Yeah. And then you realize mm. it is not guaranteed. Not at all. And I think that was. I mean, we'll get to it. I guess like the physical part was very grueling, but I think the hardest part and the part that made the physical part so grueling was the underlying part of not knowing if this is going to work or not. And all you want, all you want is that baby. Like it's all you want. And even if you've had a loss before, or maybe you've done IVF, I was very fortunate. We were very fortunate to only have to do one round. But if you've been doing this, this is your second time, the third time, your fourth time doing IVF, it's like, it's that part underneath it of, 
is this going to work? We know a lot of people who have had to do several rounds. rounds. A lot of people, not just like lots and lots and lots of our friends had to do several rounds of IVF. It's just such a mind, like the definition of a mind fuck where you're like, you have to keep going. You have to keep going. And I remember I even shared this again on Instagram in a story. And I said something like that where I'm like, okay, I'm on day nine. And I just, you know, I just have to keep going. It's getting harder. One foot in front of the other. And someone was like, you don't have to, you know. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, you're like, damn, you're right. Thank you for destroying my psyche. Yeah. Okay, but in the spirit okay. of, like Tyler said, like yeah. it might be nice to know what you're walking into. Can you yeah. lay out the process for us? Because all yeah. I remember is like just a lot of needles. But by the way, I start at Disneyland because I'm therapy. crazy. Because yeah. you, well, because we also didn't have a choice. We were like, Whoa. if you want to have yeah, trip to wait for up. your cycle, yeah. it was all cycle based, and it was pause, all what? Yeah, pause, that part's pause, crazy. Tune in your that. whole life gets put on hold yep. so you can't plan a vacation you can't plan uh, a get-together you can't plan yeah. anything because you are at the mercy of your cycle yes. and if you are you are desperate for this baby by the way if you miss one month devastating devastating, devastating. so yeah. your whole life especially if you're doing more than one round is just completely on hold yeah. waiting for the perfect cycle and hoping that it works by the way and you can like you can still plan around it but just you can't yeah, plan around doing, it you're just doing you're gonna just do it at the same at time like if at you're your non-refundable trip yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, so like, okay, so we're injecting me at Disneyland. Yeah, we, that's where like we started. Steroids. So we weren't even used to it. It was like yeah. a little cutie, and I was like, oh, not bad. And then we get home, and like the real even that no, even that was like two shots. Yeah, and, like multiple compar- times a day. Comparatively, compared to where like, it was going, yeah, listener. It was like, oh, this is cute. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, we did start so that process at Disneyland because then we get home, and it's like, it's what like. Th- more than three. It's just like it's two like, weeks. Well, because it's your cycle. So it's like right when your first, when your last cycle ends is when you start these drugs yep. and build up to the next cycle so they can do the egg retrieval. So yeah, like you're at the mercy of your body. You don't get to plan on any of this. It could be on your first kid's birthday. It could be on yeah. any time, but you're starting. If you don't want to miss this month, because you know it can be, it could be years you could be going through IVF. You just want to start. So we're doing the shots and the shots at home. I mean, I, I would have to look back at what exactly they were because everyone's protocol is different, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's at least, I would say, two in the morning and two or three shots then in the evening. Yeah. And it ramps up at the end. And this is different for everyone, too, where I know a lot of people liked to inject themselves. First of all, nobody likes to inject anything at all. But you have to suddenly figure like you're sitting in a doctor's office and they're showing you how to do it. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You're like, hi, um, I'm just a normal there, person. Yeah, like what? Is there a, a nurse that will be dispatched to my Do house I just come here every home? I come or, here two times a day? Like, here you go. Oh, so God. Tyler, you became um I the was basically nurse like, Tyler. No, yeah. I basically was he like every, nurse Tyler. Every I went, single shot. I like put through all the prescriptions. Like yep. for Denver, I think there's sure. like two pharmacies that Specialty even carry pharmacy, this stuff. Yeah. You like I went to the special pharmacy to get these drugs and like the best part about this though, they had great little caramels they threw okay. in every bag. <laughs> Great. One upside for you. One upside (laughs) for for me. We're finding the positives. I love that. So then you you watch the YouTube videos. You're figuring out. I read the the instructions. Some of them you're actually like you're mixing the drugs yourself. Like it'll come with a powder and like a saline. My, you're literally. And I'm like. 
ooh, I am OCD when it comes to like <laughs> lines and like the dips and curves. I He's forgot not what that joking is from science. about OCD. Like, he really does have OCD, yeah. by the way. Yeah. It's not like a... So not, I'm no, like doing like, yeah. I'm doing the steps exactly, filling to the specific lines, doing like rolling it for 30 seconds to like integrate it or compound it. You're literally compounding. I felt yeah. like a like a pharmacist. You were. I'm not qualified literally to do this. And I, I oh, did, God. I think I did probably 99.5 percent you did every of your single, shots you did one every, or two no i did one i did one because all the dms were like oh it's so much easier when you do it yourself so i was like okay I, i'm gonna try <laughs> here this go. like here, try uh, why not and it was i couldn't no. i'm not no. i'm not cut out for it no. and i appreciate you and that was oh, uh i'm gonna cry again that was i mm, whew, i am gonna cry I think it can go a lot of ways and it's so isolating to begin with. And it's like all your fault and people I think can grieve in different ways. So I think sometimes men or the partner can be intimidated yeah. or be kind of absent or they don't think there's much to do to help. And I'm, I'm so grateful to you because I've never felt like more loved and cared yeah. for and supported and you weren't resentful. You were just like, ready to go take charge take the mental load of it the physical load yeah. of it and just uh you showed up every single day so i'm really grateful well, for that. it my, really helped in my job in the in the process of ivf was pretty easy so i was like how can i how can i support you more and also it, it helped me be involved in the process yeah. and like feel more connected to the whole process because it, it can be um isolating for people that are going through ivf and like the person that's getting injected so i think it was my way of like being there for you beyond just saying like, are you okay? What can I do for you? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously you had to ask me to do it, but I was glad to, because it was a way for me to help out in this whole process. Yeah. And speaking of support, I feel like I did not understand that then there's also a medication that is like really intense that I yeah. remember you taking. That's like an emotional just roller coaster. Because yeah. you're on every single shot is a hormone. Your hormones were like going nuts by the yeah. end of it. No, I was a crazy person. And yeah. I mean that. I, like truly. But like, like in, a, in an expected way, by sure. the way. I mean, they it's warned us about it, but like you were like, it was... It was some intense hormonal. I was like, crying all the time. Yeah, yeah. you were crying Sobbing. all the time about everything. Sobbing. Not just IVF. Yeah. You were just like crying. The, <laughs> As the your bestie, time. I was like watching and low key just kind of on guard for like, okay, I'm going to watch if she so gets bad. like too depressed uh -huh. into a really dark place. Like, uh -huh. I'm just going to watch and support. Yeah. 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 Yep. So we do the egg retrieval, which, like Dina said, is a proper surgery. Yeah. You're put under, Invasive. taken out. Yeah. It's and, and the recovery is really, really hard, by the way. And and not a lot of people talk about that either. I was surprised mm. by how. But we we do it. And then this is the part that's the mind fuck too of IVF is like, well, what do you get? Like, what do you get out of it? Because if you're doing IVF and I was watching other people who were doing IVF and I would be like, oh, like, I just remember at that time being like, oh, she got, she got 21 eggs. She got 21 oh, yeah. eggs out of oh, one yeah. time. And, and her diagnosis was different than mine. Right. It was right. like, I think this one may, this could be wrong. May, in my mind, I feel like she had PCOS. So she had a lot of eggs, but she couldn't actually get pregnant. That was the part that was hard for her. So it wasn't good for me to be comparing my situation to yeah. her situation just because in the end yeah. we got one embryo out of it doesn't mean that like she's better or yeah. I'm worse like it was just not it and was not just a, so different yeah. different situation and different the situation. doc specifically warned us yep. she was like do not compare yourself yep do not compare yourself yep 
I think and you were like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare myself. I'm definitely going <laughs> to. Mom, without um, a doubt. <laughs> I think, though, that the one thing that threw me off was when the doctor said to us, and I don't think this is blanket statement for everyone. It was something like, in a dream world, for every kid that you want, you have whether it was two embryos or three embryos or something like three. that, because that's just safe. And statistically the odds are yeah. that like one of the three or whatever it was. So in my mind, I was like, okay, we just need three. Get we three. just need three. three. We just need three. three. We just need three. And then we get the call and it's like, you have one, you know, yeah, and well, I should. And I remember again, a flood of people when I shared this being like, you should be grateful for one and you should be grateful yeah. for one because <laughs> look, it did work out. Like we did have the one and it, yeah. it actually did work. And I think I was also allowed to just be like, kind of low-key devastated and pissed after everything we went through some people go through this and they get none well and it was like your chances get progressively worse after the egg retrieval it felt like because we got like what we got like six eggs two of them weren't viable immediately so you're like boom 33 percent of those are gone (laughs) and then they're like all right we're going to fertilize these other four one of those gone yeah one of them came back as like inconclusive gone and then we had two eggs of two different qualities. And they're like, here you go. You've got two eggs. You've got two chances yeah. for this cycle of IVF. And we're like, Oof, we thought we had better chances because we got six. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. Okay. But when you got your egg retrieval, by the way, yeah, I feel like... I feel like I'm going to lighten it up for a second. Whoa. You had really cute rituals and like good luck charm. Yeah, that's things true. Things that you were doing. That's I would true. recall like pineapple or yeah. socks. Oh, yes. Yeah, pineapple yes, and yes, socks, yes. Yeah. So first of all, also during the, during the process too, it was very, this was one thing that was very helpful, a tip that I learned from the besties, which was every time you would give yourself a shot, reward yourself in some small way. And so some people would do like a little piece of chocolate. I think I did like a mocktail because I was also not, you're not supposed to drink at the time. So I would do like a really special mocktail. I would or light just a candle. A, you did just a sparkling water. Yeah, it was sparkling, like whatever it was. I put it in like a fancy glass. So just just having something nice <laughs> right after you inject yourself instead of like barreling through the rest of something your day. To look forward to. Yeah, that was really helpful. And then for the egg retrieval, there's all of those like myths. Urban myths is what you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, I was like, why not? Right. I mean, I don't, if it's going to help like all of them, if it's going to help. Yeah, I did them. them all. So there's like, okay, after the egg retrieval, <laughs> this is not medical advice, by the way, none of this works. No. It's just like fun. It these was like, tales. I just also felt like I was part of like a community, you know, where it's like all these other women have done all of these rituals. So like, why not? We're all doing this together. We're all ridiculous together. Hurt? Yeah. So cover your feet with socks because like cozy feet equals a cozy uterus. <laughs> why not? Why not? I like that. Pineapple. You're supposed to eat a core of a pineapple. I didn't but remember I was on so much was it Valium or Percocet or whatever they gave me afterwards I was so loopy in a great it was great and I just remember eating cut pineapple just from the grocery store out of the container and having the best time yeah. it was not the core I didn't technically do was that Was that after the retrieval or after the implant? implantation it was after the retrieval Mm -hmm. because i was on a lot of drugs i remember um it was fun and uh what was it oh mcdonald's french fries yeah with the big one (laughs) no i was like well i mean if there's an excuse french fries pineapple and who knows why why not but let's do it let's do it so you're on drugs you do (laughs) do the egg retrieval (laughs) we end up getting it was not fun for the record but that (laughs) one that one 10 minute splice of it was fun i just want to be hang on to that that was fun (laughs) (laughs) and then by the end of it you get the embryo. Yeah. And how many weeks later? I, I can't remember. I can't remember either. It, it was two cycles. Long. And th- at that point, you're also at the mercy of the doctor's oh, schedule, too. Yeah. Is what you're well, oh, yeah. because we had to wait. They were like, great news. We've got an embryo. Yeah. 
and you're on holidays, the wait list. We're shut down. Oh yeah, we're shutting down for the holidays. You down. just hold tight. Okay, yeah, hold on, hold enjoy on. your holidays. Yeah, happy Have holidays. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> I actually thought that was very good advice, by the way, because I was doing the whole like fertility diet, no alcohol, no sugar, no this, and which was great, but I was also suffering let's all just be honest yeah. suffering for so long i had the miscarriage and then going into ivf and there was so much pain and suffering that having the month before i did ivf again i'm very privileged to have had the opportunity to do it in the first place but having the month off and the doctor was just like just enjoy your life like yeah. just have fun enjoy your life take the pressure off take a break you don't, like it, everything every moment wasn't consumed by like well what am i doing what am i putting in my mouth and what am i doing with the shot it was actually exhausting. really helpful so that by the time I rolled into the transfer, I actually felt a little bit better than okay, usual. Okay, amazing. Yeah. So yeah, That's then great. you go into the transfer. Go into the transfer. They pop it in. So much easier, <laughs> by the way. This is the positive. So much easier than I thought because every step cool. of IVF yeah. along the way is like, wait, what, the, what are you talking? And it was yeah. so Every like, part is like worse than you think. The uh, transfer is easy it was peasy. Easy. You yeah. roll in, literally. There is a room full of <laughs> people. You in a bed. It's very romantic <laughs> the way that... <laughs> All babies are conceived. Yeah. Spread it. Bright lights. They tell you not to move, and it takes literally one second. It was the coolest thing ever. Watching his cry again, you guys. <laughs> you can cry. Watching okay the little cry. speck that was going in, like because like I can still yeah. They, think had, it. A, they, little, they had a microscope. They had for a us micros- too. like a video. It was on the video. Yeah, and so you could literally watch him be transferred all the way in. And yeah. I just remember I was crying yeah. on the table, and the doctor was like, "Stop moving! Don't move! Just stop crying <laughs> Kristen, for one don't second. Breathe. I was like, "Okay, fair, fair. That's the one time somebody can say stop crying, and I'm going to stop crying because <laughs> I was just so." emotional it was really go cool in there. it was really amazing oh to god. see that so yeah. then now he's your little baby oh he's my god he's, he's, awesome. the best. he's the best baby he really is oh god oh it was all worth it it was all worth it and i also just again have to say like we are so privileged and fortunate for a being able to do ivf b having it work out the way that it did because not yeah. everyone has the outcome where where it does happen so i feel yeah and only one not a day goes too. by that i don't understand how how grateful yeah. we definitely we don't take it for granted yeah yeah that we are to have that, that we little were incredibly baby, little lucky baby. through the entire process yeah This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I know as a parent, especially, we don't get a whole lot of extra hours in our days. And if we do, we are exhausted. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know exactly what is important to you and make that thing a priority. For me, that is therapy. I'm going to be very honest with you. Recently, I fell off the therapy bandwagon because I said I was too busy, too busy, too busy. And guess what? It caught up to me. So no joke, this week I have put therapy back on the calendar and I am committed to going every single week. And even if there is no time and I have work deadlines and the kids have so much going on, I'm making my one hour of therapy a week no matter what. It is my top priority. Therapy for me, especially during busy times, but also in general, it empowers me to be the best version of me. And when that kind of slips or slides or I'm just feeling really run down, 
That's my sign to get back into therapy. I learn healthy, positive coping skills. I get reminded on how to set boundaries. It is so important for my upkeep of my mental health. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash feelings today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash feelings. As a busy mom, I need something just for myself. Someone asked me the other day, what hobbies do you have? And I couldn't tell them a single thing other than sleeping. So my new thing is learning a new language. I'm picking Italian. I would really love to take one of my daughters or both of my daughters there next year And it has totally lit up my life learning a new language. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. They are the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, and more. What I love about it is there is a fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's an intuitive process, so you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, then sentences, and it's designed for long-term retention. Rosetta Stone has speech recognition with a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient so you can use it on your desktop or an app. It has an audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. A total steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Big Little Feelings listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com BLF. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com BLF today. Now we're going to go into rapid fire advice Mm. that was inspired actually by our besties in the DMs. Besties. So rapid fire advice. What was something for both of you that was actually helpful and supportive during this time from friends, from family? Um, I'm going to start with the more depressing one, which is I was talking with someone and she had two boys and they were older boys. And she said something to me when I was talking about this and I didn't know if I was going to do IVF. I thought it was kind of absurd and ridiculous. And she said, I have so much regret for not trying more. We could have, we had the means to do it. And I just thought what a waste and how shameful, like you don't do that for a third baby. You know, if you can't have it on your own, then it's just kind of whatever. Some people would say God's plan. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's like, every time I look at a family that has more than two kids, it might not have worked out, but I regret not trying and it wasn't because I didn't want to try it's because I thought society would think I'm crazy for doing IVF for a third kid and that blew my mind of being like no one would ever say that for your first kid no one would ever be like whoa I mean you can't get pregnant so like don't be ridiculous right it's the same concept of like if you want to try and you can try and you're fortunate enough 
and you know that's right, then then do it. You know what's right. Yeah. Throw the yeah. shame out the window. Throw the shame out the window. Tyler, rapid fire advice. Go. I think from the partner's perspective, while you do want to be supportive and strong, it's okay to like acknowledge how you're feeling. It's okay to be connected. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay to feel all of that. You don't have to be strong the whole time. You can be emotional about it and you can still be supportive to your partner that's going through it. So I would say just like let yourself feel what you're feeling for sure. hundred percent. I feel like that was even helpful for me because it makes me feel a little bit less alone and a little less crazy in it. Right. When you're like, we need you to be strong. But also when I see you break down, I remember a very clear moment where you were sobbing and you were like, I just really miss that baby, like the baby that we lost. And like, that was, that was actually what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That vulnerability with each other. I, I thought it was like, it was still really hard, but it was a good like bonding experience for us yeah. for sure. Yeah. We definitely became closer during the process. Right. Instead of like be strong and then just kind of be over here, you yeah. know, it's kind of a, a little marriage of both. Marriage yeah. of both. Yeah. God, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last one, Kristen. Okay. Let it go. Like let the other shit that's going on, if you can go with secondary infertility you're taking care of toddlers you're taking them to school you're doing pickup if you need to be doing extra screen time if you need i remember you were the one who sent the babysitter over Mm -hmm. the first babysitter we ever had after our miscarriage i leaned into that during ivf you know having help and doing screen time and doing takeout whatever you can take off your plate because i also remember part of it was also feeling a little bit of shame or just because no one else knows you're going through it so you're supposed to just be normal be productive be the same way you're supposed to always yeah, be just like the miscarriage yeah. right and you can't so function like normal yeah you're not going to get two weeks off to do ivf it's not possible for any you're of us get which four months it off should to get be yeah. <laughs> right exactly so you're gonna have to get creative of like what else can i take off my plate because yeah. yes this is hard and yes i deserve you still have to, to show take up something too. off yeah. of my plate yeah yeah that is like such such good advice and as someone who was watching you both go through this like this was hard this was a lot and if you're listening to this right now and you're going through it or you've gone through it I mean that stays with you it stays raw and if you are feeling alone or you felt alone while you were going through it I hope sharing our story helped a little bit I know just how isolating it can be so I hope that this helped in some small way. If you're doing it right now, oh my God, you're amazing. Cheers. We're with you. Cheers to your shots. You're doing great. (laughs) You're doing incredible. Keep going. And you're not alone. Like even if you feel super, super, super alone right now, just remember even the statistics that we shared here. There's a lot of us. Your neighbor is probably going through it. This might help you. It helped me. I had a literal neighbor when I thought nobody else was doing this. Nobody else had secondary infertility. I, our neighbor down the street had two older girls. Okay. Same ages as my girls. And she had a bump. She had a belly. And if you're listening to this, you know how devastating seeing that belly is. I was so jealous. I was so angry. And once I shared my story, she told me that she did IVF for that baby. (laughs) And so when you see a belly and when you see, see things and you're like, God, they're just, they, they just did it so easily. They just did it perfectly. I just want you to know 
you're not alone. That person struggled to get there too. Like we are with you personally, me and Tyler with you and there's nothing wrong with you. You didn't do anything wrong. This is just part of being human. Okay, besties, thank you for being on the journey with us. Yes. We we need to go to bed soon. We need to go to bed. First, I need to maybe like Google or take a master class on how to interview a celebrity. There's got to be oh, a master class. Sorry, I'm supposed to go to bed with that anxiety few- now. Thank you <laughs> gotta, so much. We got to show for Andy Cohen. We Nobody's going up. to bed. I need us all. To, <laughs> my Virgo ass is sending every single one of you, both of you sitting in this room, What's it called? Google, like when you get YouTube like YouTube videos, like noted, brain, adding to brainstorm, my list. like brainstorm sparks. Like what are those called? I don't know. We don't know. What brainstorm you're saying. prompts. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying with your prompts. mouth. Sorry, what? Prompts. It's really late. Maybe we should sleep and then tomorrow we should yes. figure out how to yeah, interview. Let's, let's do it that. Andy Fresh brain. Okay. That. Fresh brain. All right. Okay. okay. All right. I'll just stay up with anxiety. It's cool. I'll see you guys Not tomorrow. Not a big deal. Just you. It's all okay. good. We'll see you next week, besties. See you next week, Andy and besties. If you are struggling with toddler or preschooler tantrums, pushback, discipline, picky eating, just all the confusing things, this podcast, we can only scratch the surface. If you need help, our course, Winning the Toddler Stage, is here to help. It is aptly nicknamed the Toddler Manual because it truly has every single thing you could possibly struggle with under the sun between the ages of one and six within one course. We're not going to do a bunch of workshops. You have to buy the sleep guide and the picky eating guide and the this guide and the that guide. No. Everything you could possibly need for ages one through six is all in this one course. We were never meant to do this parenting thing alone. You deserve to have help. We are here for you. You can find that course at biglittlefeelings.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at biglittlefeelings. We give free tips every single day. They might change your life with one free tip. Thank you so much for being here with us. This has been an Odyssey production, executive produced by Lauren LaGrasso, produced by Daniela Silva, edited by Bob Tabador, and theme music composed by Liz Full. Then studio lighting designed by Shane Sackett and designed by Jackie Shearman. Special thanks to Odyssey Executive Vice President and Head of Podcasts, Jenna Weiss-Berman. And thank you for being here with us. We can't wait till next week.